You're listening to the Wellness Cucina Podcast, where I share tips and tricks so that you can save time cooking. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Hey, hey, Wellness Cucina fam. Before we dive into today's topic, I just want to let you know that I'll be taking a short break from the show to focus on other areas of the biz. It may be a few months before I'm back, but I'll be sure to keep you updated on my Instagram for my return. So for the interim, be sure to follow at Save Time Cooking on Instagram for great tips and updates. And now, without further ado, building flavor. I've heard it a million times that healthy food is boring or cooking at home just isn't as flavorful as eating out. That's probably because you're not sure how to build flavor. So some of the most basic ways to build flavor are through herbs, spices, and zest. I know that you have a spice cabinet full of spices that you probably don't touch, but break those out and that's really going to help you amp up all of your dishes. Whether you are just a salt and pepper user right now, or maybe you throw in the occasional hint of garlic powder, this is a really great way to explore different flavors. So open that spice cabinet if you haven't already, take everything out and smell things. Smell all of them individually, and then pick one up and then try and match it with something else. It may not smell good the first time, and that's okay. But that's why we keep trying this and we keep exploring these different flavors. My challenge for you this week and in the coming weeks is to start smelling your herbs and spices together. Perhaps you are a pre-mix user. That's fine. If you do like Italian mixes, that's awesome. So it's a variety of different herbs in there. But then maybe try adding garlic powder or onion powder to it to kind of just amp that flavor up to the next level. Or maybe use a fajita mix and that doesn't have an herb in it like cilantro. So maybe add in some cilantro to that. So try and mess around a little bit with different herbs and spices. And if you're not sure where to start and your nose isn't trustworthy, spin a literal or metaphorical globe. Wherever your finger lands is the country whose flavors you kind of want to develop and then work from there. If you need to do a quick Google search, that works. If you want to shoot me an email at cbrunettiwellness at gmail.com, I will shoot you one of my favorite flavor profile guides and that might be a helpful resource to start exploring these different flavors. If you are looking to build your herb and spice repertoire in your kitchen, Try buying your herbs and spices whole whenever possible. So with herbs, there's that's probably less likely. But if you can get like whole rosemary rather than like ground rosemary, the whole rosemary is going to last longer and then you can grind it yourself and it's going to be so much more impactful and flavorful when you use it. Another thing I like to do whole is get coriander. So coriander are the seeds of cilantro, but it's also used as a spice itself. So if you buy the whole coriander seeds, you can grind them yourself to your desired thickness or consistency. And that's really cool because you can toast them beforehand. We'll get a little bit more into that in a second, but like you can toast them beforehand and bring out so much more flavor. They also hold on and retain their flavor a little bit better in their whole form rather than being previously ground. So those are all things to consider when you are purchasing spices. I mentioned this briefly, but toasting can be another way to get a ton of flavor out of your spices. This is typically done with whole spices. Basically, you just put a pan over medium high heat and you add in whatever spices that you want to toast. And you're basically just moving them around in a pan to kind of release some of those oils and build up that flavor. If you don't have whole spices, you can do something similar, but I like to 
use oil. So that's more of a blooming technique where you use the oil to help release some of those remaining natural oils in the previously ground herbs and spices. And the oil infuses, which is going to be really impactful and flavorful in your dish. And you're also allowing the flavor of those herbs and spices to kind of permeate and become alive again. So those are really, those are two of my favorite techniques, both blooming and toasting to get more flavor out of your herbs and spices. Also in this world is zest. And I know zest isn't necessarily an herb or a spice, but I use it like one. So zest is just the outside of a citrus, like peeling the outside of the citrus or using a microplane or a zester on the outside of the citrus and gaining all of that delicious, really intense citrus flavor. There's a lot of oils, like naturally occurring oils in that outside of the citrus. So inherently it's gonna be really impactful in flavor. You can add it in during the cooking process to like grains or different sauces to kind of help boost up that flavor. Or what I like to do is add it at the end of the cooking process to kind of add some freshness. So rather than like squeezing a lemon or a lime on fish, I really like finishing it with some lemon zest or lemon juice. It brings this acidic brightness to the dish without like adding extra liquid from the actual like squeezing of the lemon or the lime. So it just helps to balance the dish out a lot better. Now on to cooking methods. The cooking method that you use can be really impactful in flavor as well. So if you find yourself just steaming veggies or microwaving them, those methods are not going to add a ton of flavor to your veggies or even boiling them. Like none of those methods are going to add any flavor to your veggies. So if you're not a super huge fan of veggies or if anyone in your family is not a super huge fan of veggies, it's probably because they're lacking flavor. So shifting that, different ways you can add flavor through your cooking method. Toasting, like I explained earlier with the herbs and spices. So you can start building flavor in that way if you're going to saute veggies, for example, or you can roast veggies. And inherently in that method, in the roasting method of high heat, a little bit of oil on the food, you are going to draw out so much flavor of the food. That surrounding heat is really gonna help bring out the sweetness in all of those veggies. It's gonna help bring out uh, kind of more of that golden crust in different meats. And that cooking method inherently is just going to be so much more flavorful than steaming or boiling, for example. Another way to build flavor is through grilling. I'm sure you've experienced it during the summer, or if you're in a warm location, lucky you, during the winter time, you can grill outside. And you know how much flavor just grilling can, can impart on a variety of different foods, whether it be proteins or veggies. So grilling inherently, again, that high heat method is going to impart so much flavor. Three other ways to impart flavor that people probably don't think of as much is braising or stewing, that's kind of a very similar method. And that's just when you cook something in a flavorful liquid for an extended period of time. Notice again how I say flavorful liquid. It doesn't need to be braised in just tomatoes or it doesn't need to be braised in like just chicken stock. You can form a really flavorful liquid and choose to cook your protein or your veggies in that liquid. For example, if you want to do like a Mexican style mole, like you can start building that and like forming an actual sauce early on. So maybe you combine two or three different kinds of dried chilies in some chicken stock or veggie stock. And then maybe you're adding in some cocoa powder, some chili powders, a variety of other different herbs and spices. And then that blended up 
becomes your braising liquid. So think of it from the ground up and every step that you're doing builds flavor upon the food that you're cooking. Another cooking method that people kind of put to the wayside is poaching. Poaching is really similar to braising in the sense that like you have a protein, usually more delicate than you would braise. So braising would typically be used for like larger cuts of meat, whereas poaching would typically be used for like delicate fish or like delicate chicken or something along those lines. But you're basically doing the same thing. Rather than like having it at a rapid boil, you have a kind of just a simmer and you are slowly cooking your protein or veggies in that flavorful liquid as well. So really think about building flavor in all of these liquids before you kind of just drop the protein or the veggies in and don't really have a plan for it. So the earlier you can start building flavor, even if it is when you're choosing your spices that they're whole, then you're grinding them, then you're toasting them or you're blooming them, and then you're building this flavorful sauce that you're then going to braise or poach in. Like that's going to be a way to build a ton of flavor. And then lastly, maybe not the healthiest way of doing it, but confit. This means being cooked in fat. Um, This is done a lot with like duck uh, because duck is typically very fatty. So duck will be like typically cooked in its own fat. But you can also do this with other proteins as well. Rabbit cooked in fat is really good. And this is different than frying, right? So frying is high heat. Confit is your, everything is the same temperature when it goes into the, the oil. So the oil's cold, the, the protein is cold. It gets all wrapped up deliciousness together and then goes into an oven for an extended period of time, like several hours usually. So this is like a low and slow method, but this makes the protein so so, so delightful. So yeah, this is just a different way of doing it. You don't necessarily have to confit at home, but I just wanted to give you guys kind of a different idea of building flavor. And you can infuse that oil too, right? Like if you want like rosemary sprigs in that oil, that would be a great time to infuse flavor into that confit process. And then last but not least, marinades. So a basic marinade is just an acid and fat, usually equal parts. But just like those braising liquids, marinades can be so much more. So for example, you blend in chipotle peppers into that acid and fat combination. So maybe you have red wine vinegar, chipotle peppers, and olive oil all blended together. And then you add in some cilantro, some cumin, some coriander. That can be a marinade. That can be a delicious marinade. Let it sit for an extended period of time. And that is going to make your chicken, beef, pork, fish, whatever you're making, so much more complex than just having that red wine vinegar and olive oil. That's great on like a quick night. If you need something fast, if you want to marinate that really quick. But if you want something a little bit more depth of flavor, just take those two extra steps to pop in some chipotles or add in some herbs and spices. It's going to amp up your food so much more. And you really are going to get delicious food at home. If you guys would like to learn more about how to put these flavors together and really develop delicious food at home, check out my Gather Around La Cucina virtual course. We go through not only different cooking methods that are going to help you save time, but also help you amp up that flavor of your food. You're going to learn how to work with different herbs, different spices, and really put together flavorful meals that your family will love and that come together quickly and easily. If this is of interest, follow the link in my bio and we will chat and see if we're going to be a good fit. 
As always, thank you so much for listening. Reach out via email at cbrunettywellness at gmail.com to leave comments or tell me about show topics you'd like to hear. If you're an avid listener of this podcast, please leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps out the show a ton. Check out IGTV for my weekly series called Mama, What's in Your Pantry, where I go live every Monday with a busy mom. She surprises me with three items from her fridge or pantry, and I give her inventive ideas on how to use these items. Reach out via IG if you'd like to go live with me. Also, check out my newest IGTV series called Winging It Wednesday, where I go live on Wednesdays. Hey, what do you know? And I make meals based off of what I have in the kitchen. We focus heavily on building flavors and becoming comfortable doing so. All right, Wellness Cucina fam. Well, I'll see you in a bit. Be sure to stay up to date with what's happening on IG at Save Time Cooking.